Welcome to the official 2023 Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast. We are rebooted and rebranded and back for another fun series which will give you the lowdown and some of the highlights from this year's upcoming festival. Finding out what makes comics tick and why they think Glasgow is the funniest city in the world. I'm your host, Scott Agnew. I've performed at every single edition of the festival, from the tiniest wee rooms the city has to offer, right the way up to the King's Theatre. Not to mention some of the other venues like the bus into the Toon and on the Glasgow subway. So I know the festival inside out and the folk that make it happen, both behind the scenes and on stage. We'll be hearing from some of the stars of this year's festival, as well as giving you the hints and tips about the lesser-known hot tickets in town. There's some exciting new additions to this year's festival programme, including the inaugural Sir Billy Conley Spirit of Glasgow Award, which will be presented at our first-ever closing gala performance at the King's Theatre on April 2nd. Each week, we'll be showcasing the people that have helped make the festival happen, such as our sponsor, Glasgow Life. Uh, You've heard the phrase, people make Glasgow, and hopefully this podcast shows you more about why that's true, and why Glasgow is the funniest city in the world. Make sure you grab yourself a copy of the brochure available at all participating venues, or check out our website, www.glasgowcomedyfestival.com, that's all the W's, glasgowcomedyfestival.com to secure your tickets for your favourite and fancied acts at this year's festival. The official Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast asked everyone performing at this year's festival to give us a little taste of their festival fast fives. That's five questions we set them to tell us about their show. Uh, We asked them to pitch their own show in 30 seconds, uh, what their favourite Glasgow memory was, What's their favourite thing to do or see in Glasgow? What their favourite joke is? And what their favourite heckle is? Today's first Festival Fast Five is from Stephen Sharp. Hello, I'm Stephen Sharp. Uh, My show is called Truth Yellow. And it's a series of vignettes uh, about me telling the truth and being rejected for telling the truth. What is your favourite Glasgow memory trip or visit? My favourite Glasgow memory is going to Mario's chip shop when I was 13 with a 16-year-old girl called Mary and she said after we had both eaten pickles that we both tasted like pickles now so it would be okay if we kissed. And then we mouth snobbed. (laughs) What is something that people should do or see in Glasgow? Uh, Everyone should go and see the Callanish Stones at um, Strathclyde Uni. Um, I think it was by Gerald Lang. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a stunning structure and it kind of uh, represents the same stones on loose. Very nice. Uh, what is your favourite joke? My favourite joke is knock knock. Who's there? To. To who? No, to whom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your favourite heckle that you've witnessed or experienced? Uh, the favourite heckle that I, I witnessed um, actually the favourite heckle that I witnessed was Richard Herring heckled his heckler <coughs> and got into the crowd and just start every time the heckler went to say something he would just interrupt him and be like but I've got a microphone there's nothing you can I, but I've got a microphone and then stood in the crowd and actually heckled the heckler until the heckler left there we go look you've got a proper you've got a proper Sort of professional set up there. I've got um, listen, I know splashed out on a little um Yeah. On a mic. Yeah. And, a, and a, it's quite a good mic, and apologies if in the background you can hear 
a very old Jack Russell snoring. That's all right. Well, I, I can't hear it. It sounds perfectly fine. <laughs> perfectly fine this end. Um, you, what you might get is some upstairs neighbour who might be drunk. Uh, <laughs> and and just General Glasgow out there. Brilliant. I love General Glasgow. General I bloody Glasgow. love General Glasgow. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Where are you in General Glasgow? Uh, I am I'm in the salt market just beside Glasgow Green. Okay, yeah, lovely. Do you remember the High Court? Is the yeah. High Court just opposite the King Street car park. Um so like King Street Car Park is out that window. The High Court's that window. Yeah. Um so I've um uh, I'm in proper old Glasgow, the kind of oldest part of Glasgow. Great. So, Love I've it. Been, I'm, I'm loving it. So um uh, so I it's all good all good. So um I suppose we'll start we'll kind of start formally, shall we? Okay. Uh, welcome to welcome to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival podcast twenty twenty-three. Uh we have the wonderful, just wonderful and lovely <laughs> Zoe Lyons. Uh how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you, Scott. I'm doing really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm busy-ish. Yeah, well, I'm on tour, so I'm proper busy, actually. I don't know why I'm saying busy-ish. I'm, like, I'm proper busy. Was it like, all right, is it, I was wondering if it was one of those kind of slightly meandery tours, do you know what I mean? But, no, you're on proper full-scale tour at the minute. Proper, yeah. It's a lot of driving. I'd forgotten. I'd for, I haven't toured since 2018. And, um, yeah, let's be honest, a lot of stuff's happened between then and now. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think when I last toured, I think I finished that tour and went, I'm never doing that again. No, I'm never no. doing it again because it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. But actually, this time around, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really, really enjoying it. I think there's nothing like um, having everything taken away from you at one point to make you appreciate what we do yeah. for a living. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So. yeah. And it was, it was, yeah, it was the same because I don't think I've had that thing yet. You know how we was always you would after a gig, you know, you can go, oh, you know, yeah. I didn't enjoy that. That was, oh, you know, I'm going to that place. I'm going to this place. You know, you just you would always have a great with a groan. Yeah, places you know, sometimes our, our, our gigs, and you know, we were kind of back in the swing of things about a year and a half, two years. I've not had that yet. No. Know? No, you know? I'm quite happy. I think I think that's a really positive symptom of coming through all of this <laughs> crap. It's like, yeah, it makes you, yeah. Because let's be honest, comedians, we're just giant, needy, pathetic, attention-seeking toddlers. Oh. And once we realised the world had turned its back on us at the drop of a hat, okay. uh, um, we were, yeah, we were a lot more grateful for any of the attention and love that we get these days. Yeah, it was it was so nice. I mean, and and you you know, you're just sitting screaming at Chris Whitty. You're like, well, you've got no mic technique. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Give it some facial expression, Chris. <laughs> fill it, fill it, live it, live it. Yeah. <laughs> all these all these dull people suddenly getting their, their limelight. You know, it's, it's, how dare they be expert on something? You know, but because you just, I mean, we were officially. Not of a great deal used to anybody. <laughs> no, no, and that's quite alarming, isn't it? It's quite alarming. It really but is. But you did make yourself useful, though. You, you went out and you, you go out, out delivering veg. Is that right? I got well. I, I mean, I'm, 
I'm not skilled as a human being in looking after myself in the outside world. So I, uh, somebody I knew got me a job, uh, like a part-time thing, just driving a van, delivering veg. And um, did it just to get out the house, to be very honest with you. It was at that real point where nobody could get out the house. But it was, um, I had a love, I had a beautiful moment, a sort of almost filmic moment in my long wheelbase Mercedes Sprinter full of courgettes um, because I, at one point, because I was just about to start filming Lightning when the pandemic hit, um, the the quiz show, and it all got postponed, obviously. And um, the next month, I was in my, my, my Mercedes van driving around the West End of London and I drove past the production offices of the quiz show <laughs> in my van. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... And I was like, wow, you know, a month ago I was in there talking yeah. about the running of the show, how it was going to go, ex, you know, running like doing run-throughs for the quiz and, you know, talking about going over to Belfast and filming it. And now I'm in a van driving around with boxes <laughs> of edge past it. Yeah, and I went straight past it. It was, um, I, I, I really enjoy little moments like that in life, like proper yeah. levelers. Yeah, that, that kind of, I don't know. And it's nice because it's all worked out. It's not as if, you know, you didn't get back to doing yeah. it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Because um, that was like, you, you know, you have been popping up on telly on and off for years. Yeah. That was kind of like a proper mainstream Proper style. bit of almost regular job, you know, like <laughs> the thing you know. we dream of. We don't want, you know, it's like, oh, God, something regular. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be it. You know, this is it. it. Yeah, uh-huh. I reckon for, oh, I know, I allowed myself to dream, mate. I did, I allowed myself to dream because when we got the second series, I went, this is it, here we yeah. go. We'll be <laughs> we'll be dishing out this for a couple of years and then yeah. it'll be early retirement and a villa in Marbella. Very nice. But- yeah, but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> did that <not> <laughs> <laughs> now, I think the technical term is it got axed after the second series, so, hey, yeah. Do you know what, what is, you know, yeah. Three times loss is yeah. all of our gain, you know. Is is <laughs> is the um, is the gain of, of of many small to medium sized art centres across the United Kingdom. But <laughs> 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 well, that, 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 that that was something very different, and it was kind of something that I wouldn't necessarily have thought. I'm not, I, I knew you would have said no to it, but I wouldn't have yeah. thought you're like, oh bloody hell, do you know and. It then made so much sense of that because you're always so much fun. You're always so enthusiastic. You know, it, you always really enjoy, or you look as if you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and it's and basically so, comparing in a suit, isn't it? That's what it is, <laughs> comparing in a shiny suit with punters. So yeah. it was, yeah, it was perfect. It was it was perfect. I loved it. Yeah. Well, we'll start the campaign now. Yeah, we'll, bring it back. Bring it back. Let's get you on something else. <laughs> oh, what was this? Oh, what is that doing? I don't know. My computer's making noises at me, but we'll just carry on regardless. We're still Ignore recording. it. All the Ignore lights are it. on that should be on. Fine. That's what <laughs> it is. Um, so, so, you know, you you, you bounce back. You're, you're on tour anyhow with the uh, yeah. ambition. Uh, yeah. You're coming to the more and more in Glasgow. Uh, I'm trying to remember the date off the top it's of my head. 15th of March. Oh, that's... Uh, that's that's Two weeks. Night. You're the opening night. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're the opening night of the festival. 
fifteenth oh, of March. Oh, okay. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be great. That's gonna be spot on. Is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there are a large number of tickets still available, Scott. <laughs> Not at all. I'm sure. The Oranmore, lovely. Oranmore's yeah, great. lovely. Yeah, um, I have been there before. I've been there quite a few years ago. It's a very, it's quite a pretty venue, isn't it? So it's... Very, very, very pretty venue. Yeah, um, lovely. It's it, it, it's fab. So, because you. You've got a long-standing relationship with Glasgow, anyhow. You, you, you loved here, didn't you? you yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, from about the age of 10, 11, 11, 12, um, right. till yeah, yeah, um, until I went to university. So yeah, and then I moved back there when I was in my early twenties. So yeah, I've got a strong connection to the city yeah. so obviously I, I, I thought you just sort of came here sort of in your early 20s i hadn't appreciated i didn't i didn't know about well i've maybe just been drunk and not remember <laughs> yeah no i went to school i was at school yeah high yes. school oh, where did you go i know that's yeah. i know that's a loaded question in glasgow well i know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I went to Mearns Castle High School in Newton Mearns. Oh, I don't know who's going to start that with Newton. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, I know. That's, um, pro, that's proper posh. I was actually I was playing not a stone's throw from there on Sunday night. Very glamorous gig in a Japanese restaurant in Clarkston. There you go. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> oh, there we go. I found Zoe Lyons posh spot. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it does. It, does Newton Mearns still have that sort of reputation? Okay. Well, it's either it's, it's difficult to know. It's because um, the footballers aren't there; they never really moved in. No, uh, the old money, the, the old money's kind of died off. It's kind yeah. of entrepreneurial, amateur pharmacist, maybe aspirational. Yes, it's aspirational. No, it's still it's still posh. It's still considered posh. You will still get a ooh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> as I just done. You know. <laughs> so, did, 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 did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy growing up in Glasgow and what show? It was. Um, I mean, moving there initially was quite tricky. I'll be honest with you, because like I, I, um, because the English schooling system was different to the Scottish schooling system. So I went from like quite a small, gentle middle school, like primary school. Yeah. in Surrey to quite a big high school in yeah. Glasgow with my cute little English accent. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I bet, we'd, I bet you we didn't cover ourselves in glory, did we? It was tricky, I'll be honest. It had its tricky moments. Yeah, it had its tricky moments. Um, uh, but I made some very good friends there eventually and uh, we're still in touch to this day so yeah um i've got fond memories of some fond memories of school because the school i went to was up on a hill in newton mearns and um oh god i can still to this day remember the bloody cross-country running that we used to have to do in <laughs> tiny little shorts and vests oh, yeah i was oh. Horrendous. I mean, awful, awful. Um, and we just run past the local shop. We'd run past the, the McCools or whatever, and uh, and um, and just buy some fags and a few yum yums from the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> um, because uh, you know, this is the thing. I mean, cross country running. You know, it obviously happens at schools up and down the UK. Mm. But I don't think people get just 
how particularly cruel it is to do it to Scottish children or children oh, of Scottish schools. It's like being flayed alive with the wind, <laughs> taking the skin off your legs. It's just brutal. Uh, it's, it's, it's brutal. It's, and, and they always chose to do it from my memories. Cause I, was, I went to Holyrood, which was Southside. Mm. Um, and you know they always chose to do it at the end of November, middle of the start oh, of November. Oh God, yeah, you yeah, know. sleeting. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Give us it. Give us it. The start of August. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never got it at the start of August. No, we'll wait until it is coldest point oh, of legally have children out in. You know. Yeah, we um, used to just cheat. We just we used to go down to the the local petrol station would sell sig- single cigarettes <laughs> we'd go in in our school like on our pe yeah. kit buy a single cigarette each a yum yum from the bakery and then get the bus back up the hill and just get off in time so that nobody spotted you that was <laughs> and then sort of run in yeah well our cross-country running because horrid was right beside third lamark football stadium yeah this used and hadn't been used for Decades and decades and decades. So I had like trees and things. So you had to run, but as soon as you get behind the trees, the PE teacher couldn't see you. Yeah. yeah. So you could kind of sneak through and like that. You just had to sort of, well, you knew who the fast ones were, then, you know. Yeah. And then you kind of managed to sort of emerge out a tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ta da! You know, could always tell by how sweaty you were and all that. Do another lap, they all bugger off, you know. Was horrendous. Um, yeah. But, uh, so, um, so you're, you're, I, I, I seem to remember you having, did you serve a, did you work at the TFI in Glasgow? TGIs. TGIs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Buchanan, it's Buchanan Street, isn't it? It's Buchanan yes, Street. And, yeah, Buchanan yeah. Street. Uh, TG, yeah, TGIs is still there. It's still. It's God, yeah. I, I was there when it opened. So what's wow. that? 26, 27 years ago? <laughs> oh my See, God. Is, right, are you finding that scary that things are coming up and like those kind of things? Because I am, I'm, you know, just finding. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, every day uh, now yeah. is, a, is a shock. Yeah. Because I'm 51 now. So it's oh, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's distressing. It's really distressing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because I I was served by my by one of my niece's best friends mm. in a boozer, you know, and you just but no, that's not right, you know. Yeah. That's yeah, you know, that's that's really not right now. No, it's, I know. I did a I did a telly record last night. One of the panelists was less than half my age. <laughs> You're like, oh wow, lovely. Oh yeah, um, but you know what, um. I don't think I, I wouldn't want to go back to being in my twenties at all. At all, I'm much happy. I am actually genuinely much happier. Yeah, this no, part I, of life. Yeah, and me, I, I, I completely agree. I think I'm happier now than I've ever been. Yeah, like, like all that stress about trying to, and I actually think, and I think, as a comedian, you, you've still got that thing. As a young person, you want to be cool, mm-hmm. but you can't really be cool being a comedian. Um, let me see who's carried that off. Tom Stacey's really. the only one that's carried it off. Yeah, you know, kind of yeah. 
But generally, it's common. Sh- shades on, shades on, and a cigarette on the go, yeah. or a large bourbon over ice <laughs> as you languish about on a stool, reminiscing. Yeah, <laughs> smoking dates North- in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I, I think North American comics get away with it. I don't think British comics sort of. No, we're clowns. We, we, we've got to be that kind of self-deprecating you know, clown. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that's the main thing. Um, so, so this <laughs> this tour coming to Glasgow um, yeah. on the fifteenth of March at or and more. Um, it's it's called Bold Ambition. Yeah. Um, what? What, I will explain. I will explain. explain. Yeah, I will explain the the title of the show. So, um, during the pandemic, when we did lose everything and all the work went and uh, uh, um, and the wheels came off life, um, it, it it sort of the wheels also came off my life, and I had uh, I suffered really bad alopecia, so I've, I lost sort of eighty five eighty percent of my hair. Um, and uh so that's the title of the show and the it's it, it's it, it it sort of called it sort of it, it it was a result of pandemic menopause midlife crisis domestic issues everything sort of came together all at once but but i mean thankfully there was a global pandemic happening so not very many people noticed it was fine <laughs> yes. it was fine it was it provide you know a, a pandemic really does provide a really helpful distracting star curtain behind your own personal <laughs> crisis <Yes>. so um <laughs> So yeah, that's what the show's about. It's about losing my hair. It's about hitting fifty. It's about uh, all of those things. Um, uh, because when it started to fall out my hair, I I really really struggled with it. I really really did, and I did not want to go on stage, and I did not want to be looked at. I didn't. I oh, really didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had to make the difficult decision of what I was going to do. It was like, do I just hide under a rock? Do I wait for it to grow back? What do I do? I had telework coming up and I was like, I can't, you know, so I had to just tackle it head on, excuse the pun, you know, get, get a wig made for telly jobs and, um, (laughs) and start talking about, I started talking about on stage and I started talking about it online. And actually that was the saving of me. That was, um, that really helped. That's really helped, and I and I know I've I've turned it into a funny show, um, and I, you know I think the joy of being a stand up comedian is um, we're not immune from the trickier parts of life, and those you know I had two very tricky tricky years, uh-huh. but thankfully we've got the sort of brains uh, and yeah, mentalities that when something like that is happening, our first thought is this will be a good show at some point. <laughs> you and know, like because that. And I think that almost takes you out of the moment straight away. Yeah. Because you're seeing a future beyond whatever that thing is. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, yeah, you're observing yourself as an audience member already, almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, well, let's see how this turns out. Yeah. Like, kind of hoping, I mean, you know, kind of hoping that... What, People aren't necessarily good at their jobs if you're seeking help. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I hope they make a right answer this because <laughs> they're really done with this. It all goes to plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, 
I, I know several comics who are on tour at the moment and the themes of their shows are things that are pretty bad. And, yeah. But we do, we sort of embrace it and go, oh, yeah, this is... This is all material. It's all yeah. material. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm this, I had a heart attack. I had, I had a heart attack in three cardiac arrests during. So I was. I was Did dead. you? Yes. I had to death three times during the pandemic. Jesus, <laughs> I didn't know that. No. Um, so, yeah, so that was that was quite. So, while that. So I've been, you know, my my show this year is called Recovering Dead Guy. I'm getting there. You go. You see, yeah. <laughs> Even as the defibrillator is being warmed up, you're probably going. There's a show in this. There's a show in this, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, and also, Janie, uh, Janie Godley. Mm. Um, so me and her are mates, which I mean, she's in the middle of getting cancelled. Right? Mm. <laughs> uh, I. I then have the heart attack, take the heat off a horse for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Because I get all the love and sympathy. And then she messages and she's like, you know, you know, I've got cancer, do you know? Mm. And, and, you know, so I'm like, yeah, you know, you couldn't even let me have the limelight. Just yeah, not for long. <laughs> Hand that button back. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we, me and her, you know, we're obviously mates so we can kind of laugh about these things, you know? So, yeah. You know, so, um, oh, yeah. No, she couldn't even let me have a bad light. I think cancer. I, I don't know where. I don't know if there is a medical sort of um, uh, top trumps, but does cancer usurp heart attack? I think it does. I think I you've think been usurped. Is. Yeah, I think. I mean, the, the, I mean, it definitely usurps alopecia. I'm right at the bottom of the heap. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm right at the bottom. Of it. I'm one above ingrowing toenail now. <laughs> no, that's what I was trying to do. Joe was like, that's what all comedians do. That's what we all do. We're like, oh, you think you've had it bad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Died three times. <laughs> I don't know. It just, uh, oh, that's not, that was all I was trying to do. But, um, uh, I was I, I was trying to shoot her a, a plug in for my show. <laughs> I was not trying to talk from you. Uh, but, no, but the whole time you are sitting going, right, we know this is a, you know, this is mm. horrible, this is a mess, this is a disaster. Um, mm. but, but you're always going, right, Where's the funny? Where's the positive? Yeah. Where's the yeah. where's the daft bits in this? You know. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it's kind of good for us. Oh yeah, I'm so glad I've got this sort of mentality and brain. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I I know lots of people have come to the show have had similar experiences or gone through tricky times or lost their hair or and i know that um it, by hearing me talking about it and taking the taking the mickey out of myself and and and, and you know being very open about stuff helps them so yeah. not everybody's able to do that not everybody's able to articulate it but you are able to listen and you are able to engage in that way and, and i suppose and that and that kind of, sort of loops his background just i suppose to the point we sort of made at the start, where we didn't think we were of any use to anybody during mm. the pandemic, but I think, but actually, we are. I think part of people making sense of things, yeah, you know, and and smiling again, or laughing again, or, or just finding this the absurdity, and you know, because at the end of the day, we still lost you know one hundred fifty thousand people in this country, yeah, and yeah. not that we should. We've been laughing, but we have to find another way, you know, because that's that's an awful lot of grief 
Yes, yeah, yeah. But I think that's it's a very British thing. It's definitely a very Scottish thing. It's de and it's an English thing as well. Um, but I think you know, um, it's 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 our we 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 thrive on almost gallows humour. We thrive yeah. on it. Yeah, it's how I thank God we're not Swiss. You know, <laughs> you know. Do you ever think about that? Because this is not how they approach things. We we are a we are, I think the United Kingdom as a whole is, uh, is a very comedy-based country. We 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 thrive on it. We thrive oh. on it. Yeah, Glasgow is one of the funniest places on the planet. The people are just the oh. funniest people on earth. The the language, the use of language, the the <laughs> the Mickey taking. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I, I seen somebody swearing at the wind. You bastard! That was essentially it. They were going up the side of the city chambers and the wind was sort of pushing them back. So they were doing some yeah. mine thing, walking towards the wind. And then as it got out from the side of the city chambers, the wind kind of caught them from the front of the city. Yeah, yeah. I kind of blew them sort of halfway out onto the pavement, you know, off the pavement. Yeah. Turned out, I mean, fuck yourself. I know, it's brilliant. <laughs> Just screaming at the weather. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm, I, I'm very, very, very grateful for having actually been, you know, grown up in Glasgow because yeah. I think it taught me a lot. And there is such a, such a beautiful use of language and, you know, the, the, exquisite use of swearing that uh, has stuck with me yeah it's I mean, cause poetic because you're, you're, you're not you're not you're, you're not a gratuitous swearer by any no, but, means but i do swear but you, but you do swear and you yeah and you, you've you, you've you're kind of, you're, you're a bit of a sort of David Beckham, do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's why you need the back of the net, right in the yeah. corner where you were expecting it. Uh, yeah, that's what I learned from, yeah, being in Glasgow. A correctly, nicely placed swear word is just as, just as important, I think. Just as, <laughs> just as clever. I'm going to say just as clever as any other use of language. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would think so. I would think so. Um, so, um, so the the tour and the shows you were sort of saying obviously doing the alopecia and, uh -huh. and and the menopause as well, which the is menopause. which yeah, which very on trend. As well, I was going to say it's very very on trend. It's uh, very on trend. You if you're know, not a menopausal woman now, you are nobody. <laughs> we are rising up and we are hot. <laughs> That's you know I should have put my money in the menopause this year. There you, know. you go. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, are you finding a different audience through speaking about something like that or? Yeah. Yes, I think so. My audience is, um, yeah, I mean, it does definitely uh, resonate with a, with certain demographics. So um, I'm always quite surprised at my audiences because I suppose, because I've done sort of different things, you know, I, I, I I've done quite a bit on Radio 4. I've done bits of telly. I've been yes. a live comic for ages. So actually my audience are quite are you quite, getting... quite diverse in that way. Yeah. 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 You've got yeah, there's yeah, there's, there's quite an eclectic Yeah. bunch. Uh, and and, and how, how is it? Because I I know I, I know very little, right? 
obviously about the menopause. <laughs> you surprise me. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know that, that that's not so you know as a, as a man, but also as a gay man. So I'm not I know you. It's so it's so far from it's really not in your it's sphere. Not, yeah, it's not in my sphere really. I mean, I, there's obviously my mother and my sister, but I don't talk yeah. about that with my mother. No. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and and. You know, I'm saying nothing about my sister. Let's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think um, it's quite nice that we are now in a we're in a, in a in a time when we can talk about it. Because when I first started doing comedy, Scott, I mean, crikey, twenty years ago, if you even mentioned anything to do with being a woman on stage, yeah. you know, people were always like, "Oh, you talk about shopping in periods," and we didn't. We so didn't. But whenever you did mention anything that was vaguely just about being a woman, or you know, to, you know, directed at that, you were immediately pounced upon by people going, "Oh, this is all they talk about." Where you know, even though I'd been on the bill with four blokes who'd all talked about Star Wars and wanking, you're like, "Oh, uh, we're yeah, yeah. you know, we we we're, we're the ones that are picked out for being." unimaginative so i'm so happy to now be still doing stand-up in a time when it is f far more acceptable to talk about so many more things so um and, and things that you know that, that should have always been able to be spoken yeah about. yeah i mean it was always going to take time it was always going to take time because of the you know the the way that comedy evolved and it, it you know it it needs to it needed to evolve it needed you couldn't okay. go from you know it went from working men's clubs predominantly you yeah, know in yeah. the 70s 60s and 70s to alternative comedy and it had to sort of progress and now at least i'm glad i'm glad now at my sort of you know in my in the autumn <laughs> of my career <laughs> in the early autumn of my career Late summer, come on. Okay, late summer. Uh, yes, late summer. Sort of, should late we say mid-September? Mid <laughs> yeah. That sounds nice. That yes, nice. in the mid-September of my career, we've now got um, we've got much more diverse audience. We've got much more um, scope to talk about, yeah. And just generally sort of much more diverse acts as well, you know, that can... Totally, yeah. You know, uh, that that can go on. I mean, I, I, I thought that I thought the world was going to end before Christmas at the Glee in Glasgow. Um, I was on, Susan McCabe was on, and Larry Dean was on, and the one bill. Oh, and, and Jay Lafferty. You know, so that was a straight female, two gay men, and a lesbian. And like, <laughs> wow! And the walls know, didn't fall down. Walls didn't fall down. It was a Christmas gig. Nobody actually really batted an eyelid. No, you know what I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was beautiful and wonderful. Yeah, I just go, oh, people would have. Do you remember Booker's used to sweat about that? You know. Oh God, I never worked with other women when I first no. started out. No, God, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I, in fact, we wouldn't have been on put on this. We wouldn't have had two gays, even if one was a lesbian and one was a gay man. No. You'd have been like, oh no, you can't do that. That's uh, no, you're bunching them together. They'll be off. They'll be off parading together in a minute. Yeah. Well, that, well, that was it. I mean, because you and I have really only worked together a few times, and it's been really, it's been nearer this end of the twenty years than yeah. it has the other end. Yeah. We hadn't met at all, and then you know, gilded, gilded or open, a uh, gilded balloon were <laughs> open-minded yeah. enough that they thought, well, yeah. we can have two gays on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Different flavors, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very, I'm very 
it's 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 I'm very glad things are the way they are at the moment actually and it's um yeah my audience have been lovely for this tour they've been really lovely and supportive it's just been it's been really nice That's really so, really nice so where have you been so far any kind of highlights any I opened in Edinburgh and that was lovely going back oh. to the stand after so many years. I haven't oh. been there for years and years and I just love that venue because it's so intimate. I mean, it's, you, yes. can, you know, any more intimate and you're borderline illegal. It's um, <laughs> it's such a small little stage and they are so close, but it was a really lovely, lovely place to open it. Um, I've been I've been to Newcastle. I've been various places in Yorkshire, um, Wales. I've been to Wales. Oh, um, yeah, I'm in London next week, um, and uh, and then back up to Yorkshire. <laughs> so yeah, that's all right. And then you come yeah. to see us in good old Glasgow, and then in Glasgow. Yeah, and you have so when you're not visiting Glasgow, if you get any kind of must sees, must dos when you're in Glasgow, is that sort of those are things that you always kind of go, all oh, right, I need to go. What do I? I need to buy a pie. Right. <laughs> need to buy a proper, proper pie. Scotch um, pie. Scotch pie. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, uh, I just and I love walking around. Like I love the architecture of Glasgow. I think it's stunning. Yeah, it's just it says lovely. I forget. It's you brilliant, know. and because it's in a. It feels like a really cool city because it's you know it's on a grid system, so it's yeah. feels cool. It does yeah. feel cool, you know. It's yeah. like, well, like I, I I was I was doing my chivalrous thing and walking uh, a, a wonderful young act back to our hotel last week. Um, uh, Kyra, Kyra, oh Kyra Gray, great young act, um, and and I was I got all that kind of sort of proud Glaswegian thing because. Yeah. That grid system, well, that, so I was pointing up the sea, I was like, and then the last Indiana Jones film, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was Fifth Avenue, you know. In New yeah. York, you know? <laughs> There's loads of films filmed in Glasgow now, aren't they, because of that? Honestly, like, I, so towards the end of the pandemic, you know, I actually saw having some mental breakdown in the yeah. same week. Uh, we, had, we had Indiana Jones, uh, we, had, we had The Batman. Yeah. We had Cat Girl. Yeah, and they were all filmed round about here, and then there was some other film which was which was recreating the Brixton riots <laughs> in Glasgow. They used Glasgow. They used Glasgow to do such Brixton round the corner. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really glad I've cut down my drinking. Do you know? Yeah, I was, yeah. I'd be coming out the door going, "What? What am I <laughs> Yeah, you'd t- you'd double take seeing Catwoman walking round. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can't women get bent, you know. Yeah, she got bent, didn't she? Oh, bless her. Bent, yeah. Well, thank you very much. For oh, chatting. pleasure. And it's been an absolute. It's been absolute delight. I'm looking forward to hopefully catch up with you if you're out and about. Lovely. And are you doing a show as well during the festival? Oh, look at you! You're my favourite guest already because, like, you're the first person to ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got this show. I've got. Um, I've, I've been cheeky and doing 2020's Fringe show that never got to the Fringe because there you go. Yeah, if it's never been out the bag, then yeah, you can totally hear that. So I totally do that. So that was that's about my last night in Crystal Meth. <laughs> that <laughs> one, and, <laughs> and then, I'm doing, then I'm doing the Heart Attack show. But great. Well, do you think those two things might be connected, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> They were one hundred percent. That was a, that was a fun conversation. Really. 
you're 90% blocked right main artery. Right? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I didn't so much get a stain as a whole tunnel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, jet wash. Yeah. yeah. Like jet wash. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, all right, I'm keeping all right. My keep hair's growing on. back, and I'm glad to see you're looking fit and healthy. So, yeah. So, well, I, I look forward to it. Uh, so, that's three lines. Bold ambition at uh, Oran Moore on the 15th of March. You can get Beautiful. your tickets at all the W's, uh, GlasgowComedyFestival.com. Uh, this has been a delight. Thank you very much, Zoe. Lovely to see you. Really lovely Thanks. to see you. And uh, yeah, hopefully see you when I'm up there. I'll catch you soon. Catch you up there. Bye. Next up with her Festival Fast Five is Charlie Vero Martin. My name is Charlie Vero Martin and I'd love for you to come see my new sketch show Picnic on the 21st of March as part of Glasgow International Comedy Festival. It's full of characters, puppets, sexy fish, ritual sacrifices, stand-up, everything you would want in a comedy show. So if you like your comedy slightly dark and very silly, this is the show for you. Uh, I have a lot of love for Glasgow. A lot of my old friends live in Glasgow and I love to get to visit them and sit in their cosy flats. And I realise that's probably not the best tourist information that you are looking for. But it's true. And I have to say some of my most memorable nights in Glasgow are the ones where I remember the least. It is a very good city for going out and getting drunk. But once again, that's probably not helpful for your marketing. Um... What would be my favourite heckle that I've ever witnessed? I've played a lot of historical figures in past sketch shows, including Napoleon. So I often used to get people asking me what my favourite ABBA song was. Um, it's it's nice having an intelligent and creative audience, but they can sometimes be a bit too smart. Uh, but my personal favourite joke, always an old favourite, is of course... A very famous Billy Connolly line, which is never trust a man who, when left alone in a room with a tea cosy, doesn't try it on. And finally, the official first show of the festival. It's Martin Byrne. Hi, my name is Martin Byrne. I am doing a show at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. Uh, my show is called Mixed Ability Jokes. It's about me not wanting to do comedy anymore and being a quote-unquote serious artist. And obviously it's all just a, a vehicle for sort of different types of one-liner jokes. Uh, there's different sections and... Uh, because statistically, after about 20 minutes, audience get bored of one-liner, so I want to make it, you know, different and have different wee bits in it. Um, my favourite memory of trip to Glasgow, um, one time a guy stopped me and asked if I had a light, and I said, sorry, I don't smoke. And he went, yeah, but I bet you smoke your cock. I think I often in life what I do is you start speaking. I think that's what he done. He started speaking, realised he didn't have an end. But what I liked is that he still committed to the anger. So that's lovely. A favourite joke I do in my act. Uh, I like a good cheesy joke. Uh, my favourite cheesy joke. I was going to bring in a really small model boat with me tonight, uh, but I bottled it. Bottled it. That's a belter. 
Uh, my favourite heckle. Um, I was doing a gig once and a woman shouted, can you sing? I said, no. And she said, well, you can't do comedy. And the whole place erupted. <laughs> and it was Valentine's Day. So oh, that was nice. That was nice. Uh, also, I got heckled. I got booed off stage once people started phone raffle tickets at me. Uh, that's how much they hated me. They didn't want to win a fucking bike. And as I was walking off the stage, someone shouted, don't pay him. Don't pay him. And uh, I remember feeling the money in my pocket as they were booing me. Uh, that is why I never ask for money up front now. Uh, I never ask for money. Um, I always make sure I get paid after the disaster. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. And my show is on um, March 15th at 5 o'clock at McKill's. McKill's. McCool's. I'm never sure how to pronounce it due to dyslexia. Uh, so it would be great if you could come. Thanks, guys. <laughs>